you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. I hope this finds you well. Here we are. We're back in narcissism and we're moving along. And I, I've been so thankful for this study, Brother Kevin. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, sir. Yeah, God is so good to us. And, you know, we just wrapped up making you the enemy, making you the bad guy. Of course, we've been down the love bombing road when followed by devaluation, gaslighting. It's getting you to the point where the sky is green, intentional sabotaging, uh, you know, taking away friendships or other relationships because this is the only one that can matter. And, of course, what we were just talking about is making you the bad guy, making you the enemy. And now we find ourselves lying to avoid responsibility and it's an art form for a narcissist uh, not only do they know how to lie but they again they change history to make everything fall in place they they contact people i think uh, uh brother kevin yesterday called it blowing the whistle or something like that whistling for the dog and and yeah. you, you know we set up other people well we told them about that a long time ago and they know about that and and, and man, lion becomes, it's a new level. I mean, there should be a competition for narcissists. Um, you know, an American competition on lion to avoid responsibility. See who pulled off the best one last year. And I, I'm telling you, my narcissist would win. If he didn't win, he'd have bad representation. That's all I can tell you. It would be bad representation. But um, brother, this is one of those tough things. I don't know how many times... I've been around people who've done this. I've heard about people who do this. We see entire churches, denominations. We we see entire businesses, and uh, you know we find out later on. Well, we polluted the water. Well, we did this, and you know we just did it because we had to keep the business open. Or, or well, we got. You know why they admit to lying? Because they're caught. The Bible says, "He that covereth." We just went over it a few days ago in Proverbs, but. Uh, Proverbs twenty eight thirteen. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. So here we are, Kevin. We're in that place where these people want to lie to avoid responsibilities. Because remember, they're a king, they're a president, they're sitting on the throne. Uh, they can't have anything bad said about them. They're the only ones who can possibly be the editor of truth. And and sadly, I will tell you this as I pass it to you, dear brother. Some people take it to such an art form that they now believe the lie and they think it's part of the DNA and who they are, you know? So I was telling you that missionary who, who teamed up with the narcissist pastor that I dealt with, here's a guy who got fired from a missions agency for doing exactly that. And the missions agency called me and said, uh, you know, brother Doug, be careful. This guy lies. And then he believes his lies. Now, have you met people like that, brother? Yeah, unfortunately, it's it's funny the way you said my narcissist, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's getting so bad now because of, um, you know, we, we are in a toxic culture where, uh, you know, everyone's coming up being told they deserve everything and they are the best. And so if you if you insist that you're the best and you expect everyone to serve you, then you're going to become a narcissist. So I think, I think a lot of people out there can agree. My narcissist, the one <laughs> in my life put me through this, you know, this version of, uh, of Hades, so to speak. 
So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I think that, and I was just thinking earlier about narcissists, Doug, narcissists, I'm convinced are the ones that killed Jesus Christ. Um, the Lord allowed it to happen. Um, it was a narcissistic tendencies in, in within, you know, you think about the, the three parties that, that killed Jesus that God allowed to, you know, he, you know, he had to have evil come to a head in order for him to be ushered to the cross. So, uh, the Jews, namely the Pharisees. So, so not all Jews were narcissists, but there was a sect of, that tended to be narcissistic. It was the Pharisees. So I, I think about them, not all the Pharisees because Nicodemus was, uh, you know, someone who said, Hey, does our law judge, you know, any man before it hears him, uh, before we put him to death. So he was, he was more transparent, but a lot of those guys were manipulative and liars. Um, and then there was the Romans. And so you talk about some of the Roman governors of Palestine, Herod, and then, uh, Pilate, um, uh, more of a, a, a smaller territory, but these, these guys, they had some serious power, uh, complexes where they thought they owned people and could manipulate them. And then, um, then there was the traitor in the midst, Judas, you know, Judas was, um, I would call him, um, you know, yeah, he was a narcissist because he was all about himself. But, you know, there's, people call the, that there's a certain breed of narcissists that, that are psychopaths. In other words, these are the people, it's not the guys that are sitting in a jail cell with wide eyes looking to kill anyone. They're the people that look normal. They're the people in the church. They're the people that come into your life. And these are dark individuals like Judas who bide their time, have no problem doing, you know, getting three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps back. They, they, that's part of the, the end game for them because they want to use some people. They want to hurt some people. So I'm convinced that, you know, Jesus was the... Um, he was not a victim, but Jesus was the target of some very narcissistic people, brother. Oh, the real king being taken out uh, by those who want to be king, those who want to be in charge. Herod, you know, cutting off the head of John the Baptist. I think, you know, there's so much there now. I think I want you all to think as I ask these questions and see if they ring any bell for you or raise a flag, if you can remember. Uh, the first quote is, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Now, thinking about that, Kevin, what does that bring to mind? <laughs> well, the first thing is Bill Clinton. Yeah, there you um, go. That's his quote. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and then the guy who said, I did not bet, a, a bet on baseball. And who comes to mind? Uh, banned today? Uh, yeah, would that be Pete Rose? Pete Rose. And, uh, uh, and then another one from one of our favorites, I did not have a political affair with Jennifer flowers. Oh, <laughs> uh, a political affair with Jen. So that wasn't, that was, I'm, you know, I'm going to let you answer it. Because that was Bill. I, if I, so that was double that bills. Was Bill. Okay. Those okay. Are, and so when we, when we look at lying to avoid responsibility, yeah. boy, we've heard these, haven't we? So uh, a little while ago, I was sitting around thinking about that. And, and these quotes came to my mind. I, not too long ago, I read a biography 
uh, about Bill Clinton and those lies that were exposed later on. And, and uh, you know, Debbie and I out in Las Vegas a few years ago working with uh, the Las Vegas Police Department and, and things of that nature, ran across Pete Rose and had a conversation with him. But it's real. It's going on today, and it seems like these huge names. I mean, Pete Rose was the hugest name in baseball when Kevin and I were younger. I mean, just in our 20s and and I think he was still around, maybe in my 30s. Nobody hit more baseballs really? than yeah. Pete Rose. He he was the last baseball player manager uh, that's happened in the major league. Uh, nobody was a better clutch hitter than Pete Rose. I mean, he was extremely well-known. He was the guy. He's the guy Brother you're Pete. going to. Yeah. Pete Pete played on the field in uh, in 1980 when the Phillies won the series, and I was there. In fact, I tell people I played in the World Series because I was in the Westchester Marching Band, which was a Philadelphia area college marching band, and uh, we were invited to play at the World Series. But uh, but Pete, I still remember the guy diving into home plate. You know, just the way that he just he was unusual. Very sad when he was banned for life. Yeah, yeah. I you know I I. Believe I believe there's been some repentance there. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what they do, but then, then Bill Clinton. So if, if, if the president of the free world, the leader of the free world feels at liberty, uh, to lie, to avoid responsibility, feels like it's okay. This is a good thing. This is where I'm going. Well, certainly it can happen to any of us. But again, the problem with this whole thing, I mean, nothing really happened to Bill Clinton. He was impeached, but they couldn't get rid of him because that would have made Al Gore the president. And in the next election, he would have had a, uh, a leg up on, on George Bush, on George W. Bush, who ended up coming in and winning the election. So he was impeached by Congress, but nothing happened to him in Senate because of that particular thing, because they didn't want uh, Al Gore to become the president of the United States and, and have another Democrat for a president. And so again, what I said in the beginning, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsake them have mercy. And uh, another verse that came to my mind is over in Ephesians, it's saying, put away lying and speak truthfully with one another over in Ephesians 4.25, uh, over in Colossians 3, 9 and 10, lie not one to another. So again, God sees what we're doing. God lives this. And folks, truthfully, we'll come back to Kevin here in a minute after our break, but, but truthfully, truthfully, you know, there's a little thing inside of us. When I watched uh, Bill Clinton make that statement, I watched it on the news, there was this little voice inside of me that said, liar, liar, pants on fire. And uh, truthfully, these people who lie to us, there's a little voice. Hey, we'll be right back with you. Hang with us. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Well, it's great to be back with you, Kevin. I, you just get that still small voice. It just talks to you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, people don't pay attention to quote their gut when, when they're, uh, in, uh, entering into some kind of a, an agreement with a narcissist, um, you know, narcissists are known for lying about the smallest things, which is a, you know, an incredible thing because, you know, uh, there's, 
there's just, you know, narcissists, I think, are, are known for making themselves seem more important than they are. They're larger than life. Oftentimes they're impressive. And, you know, you can be impressive about things that look religious or look Christian or look like you're a Bible believing you know, person, you can impress people, but you can be at the simultaneously hurting people, manipulating people by lying about some of these smallest things. And uh, narcissists also lie in order, you know, to take, they they don't want to take responsibility for their actions. So you can, you know, just if someone says, well, this is what you've done, you just come back with, oh, no, 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 no. That was actually you. And you can gaslight or you can blame it on someone else. Or you just, you get really good to the point that people are left with their heads swirling saying, he lost me, but if he says he didn't do it, or she said she didn't do it. And, uh, but they also can lie in order to control them and manipulate others. So you can make up little lies like, uh, <clears throat> you know, Henry Ford, the second was really good. We mentioned in an earlier podcast, earlier broadcast that he was, he was the guy that would, uh, bring someone into his office and then tell some little juicy thing about someone else and just spin it. And uh, these guys are the master of spin. So yeah, it's they're clear. Spin masters, yeah. yeah, the spin meister. But it's clear that the narcissist, you know, they'll just lie about the little things. But I, you know, I, I think about our Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, if, you know, you could have, you know, you, what you're making up, you and I'm, I'm putting it in my own words. What, what you guys are saying I've done, you're making up because you could have been there and heard what I really did. And these people are, are like the reporter that shows up, you know, the drive-by media, as, as Rush used to say, the guy that comes by and, uh, and, and says, you know, I, I don't you know, know what's been taking place, but this is what I know. And, and it just paints the wrong picture. And if you've, been, if you've been in that situation where there's someone always showing up and painting the wrong picture of you, and, and you can just kind of follow that gut instinct to say, you know what? This is not ringing true. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've smelled it before, but, uh, this, this individual of all the people that I know has a penchant for just making me feel uncomfortable with what they're saying. And it's, and it, I wish it was true, but I'm starting to think it's not. And, uh, you know, there was a classic case of, a, a Nexium, which was a, kind of a oh. multi-level marketing thing. Yeah. And the guy that, that guy would, he would study other people in order to paint the, the, the best picture that they would be attracted to and enter and, and, and join forces with him. But he, at the same time would be telling, you know, lies and, 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 and falsehoods. So, uh, you know, narcissism is just a way to make people into chess pieces. And it's a sad thing, but I'm, I'm thankful we have a God of truth and, uh, we may feel numb about how, uh, we've been lied to, but, uh, David said, I said in my haste, all men are liars. And, uh, I think that, you know, we can hastily kind of write everyone off and get cynical, but man, I'm sure glad we have a God in heaven. Who's a God of truth and his people walk in truth. And, uh, we are, like you said the other day, we got to get around, uh, that group of people that, uh, love the truth, whether it makes them look good or bad. Yeah. And, and folks, that's the reality of 
what a life can look like. Right now, as if you might be stuck in this narcissism thing or after a narcissist. I, I read an article today about after a narcissist. And so many people at that point, you know, they lose pieces of themselves. They, uh, but in reality, God can't wait to put those pieces of you back together again. God can't wait for you to come to him and say, Lord, I messed up. I hung out with this individual. I lived this lie. I lived this life. I mean, Jesus pointed out in, in John 8, he said, ye are, the, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and, and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh his own, for he is a liar and is the father of it. So we need to remember, folks, when you're in the midst of all this craziness, that you're not dealing with God. These are not godly people. This person lying to you is not working on behalf of God. You are a great person. God did die for you. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, they're dealing with, you know, their father, the devil. And uh, just like God said to those Jews out there in John chapter 8, listen, you know, you guys are of the devil. And when folks lie to us, when people lie, when people are trying to avoid responsibility, when people are out there doing these things, they're not of God. This isn't God. Yeah. Wrong, wrong God, wrong person. The little yeah. G God is the one that's controlling you. You want the big G God. And then, Kevin, you want to find those awesome people at a local church that we can direct you to. You want to you want to join that flock. And if you're yeah. in a good flock now, go see your pastor and say, Pastor, I was done wrong. This is the situation. Help me. And you know what good pastors and good pastor's wives do? They help you. They help you return to where uh, it's all about God. It's not about somebody who thinks they're God. Uh, isn't that, you know, Kevin, we've seen it a hundred times, but it's that easy. Yeah, you ca you call them the Baptist warlords, Doug. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've been around uh, probably a couple of thousand churches you know, been in, you know, different churches and uh, at least 1500. But, um, as, as I get around some of these leaders, I'm, I'm convinced that there is a, a small section of quote, Bible believing churches that have toxic leaders and their toxicity is, can be narrowed down to, uh, fakery. Okay. If you know someone who will rush to judgment, rush to judgment if it will promote their cause. Now, whether their cause is, is a good cause or not, they'll rush to judgment or they'll rush to the defense of someone who's one of their faves, one of their, one of their babies, you know, one, so someone that they have to hold up as a good example. In other words, they are, they're living and exuding this idea that it's okay. The end justifies the means we're trying to do God's will. And as such, it's okay to fake our way through this thing. And, uh, we just need to be careful. I'm going back to the fact that Jesus himself was, was crucified. You know, the Pharisees are the ones that said, crucify him, crucify him. And they stirred up a bunch of other innocent people whom later on, I think Paul said, now I know, brethren, that... And hey, folks, we got more of this coming tomorrow, but it's just such an honor to come across your broadcast and to be at your airwaves, and I know this is one of these emotional subjects that uh, it 
And you know what, brother? I let you down. I was off on my timing. Go ahead, brother. I, I, <laughs> I'm watching the time. I okay. think you're oh, on the wrong oh, one. Yeah, I am, brother. Go ahead, man. I've I, shown I, another minute. Yeah. 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 I'll, just, I'll just say that, you know, from the time that the Pharisees Doug, showed up at John's baptism, I mean, they were not wanting to repent. They showed up to look good because something big was happening. And if they were either going to be part of it and then run it, or they were going to stand against it to keep the disciples of the Pharisees away from it. Again, it's fakery, it's spin. And I call it, I call it narcissistic um, evil because they eventually spun it all against Jesus and got a mob mentality to uh, destroy him. Yeah, there you are, my friends. And, and so important to understand that narcissists have tribes. And uh, it's just a reality of it. <laughs> Kevin just proved that biblically. And uh, remember, it, you're a majority whenever it's you and God. And sometimes you get so caught up in this narcissistic mess that these tribes will be, they'll try to turn these tribes against you. We love you. If we can help you, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. Have a great day. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.